and welcome to PlayStation Unchained episode some kind of number. Uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week as always. With There's been some dramas, there's been some ups, there's been some downs, there's been some I don't really care about some of it. Um, there's been some arrogance. But joining us this week as always, we've got our good friend Gary. Hello. Am I the arrogant part? I feel like I am. No, the arrogant part is Sony. Okay. <laughs> arrogant Sony. How are you doing today? Um, I'm okay, I guess. I was a little frustrated earlier and angry, but I'm okay now. Yeah, well, it's good to have Calm Gary back. Because, oh, thanks. Because I prefer Calm Gary. Thank you. No problem. How, has it has it been a good week? It's been okay. Well, you know, you've got that amazing game to play that I don't know if I can talk. Well, of course, I can talk about that amazing game you can you've been playing. So you should yes. be good. Yes, I've been playing a very amazing game. Yeah, the Dargans. The Dargans. <laughs> the Dargans. <laughs> uh, anyway. We've got another guest. That, well, we've got another host on us this week. He's been away for a few weeks, and we've really missed him. And we've got a, a Tim Nuance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week I've had the I've had a very new, unique misspelling of my name. So, like this one is actually refreshing. Oh. <laughs> How you doing, man? Um, better now, yeah, better. We haven't had you on since you went off to that gay pride parade, so when you weren't sure if you'd been captured. Like... Yeah, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, you weren't still there partying, even. Yeah, you know? like, but it ended um, two weeks ago. But you're like, yay, I'm still here. I was the only one there. Everyone left, and I'm like, dude, where are you guys going? And they're like, don't worry about it. Like, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how you been? For the most part, okay. I had a really bad Thursday, but oh. um, apart from that, it's been okay. I'm in the middle of a long weekend, so yeah, get some recoup that way. Labor Day. Yeah, everyone's in labor here in America. Oh God! <laughs> why did you even all Gary. get you? Why did you all get pregnant on the same day? You crazy fools! I mean, to be <laughs> fair like, to a country, though. To be fair. That's some well-timed... Yeah, it, we're all on the same page for once. It's weird. <laughs> we all got pregnant at the exact same time. <laughs> wow. Even Gary, he just won't talk about it. Wow. <laughs> wow. See, speechless. So... By the way, before we start, I want to say thank you for turning up to the uh, stream with Phoenix Down Radio last night. We celebrated our third year anniversary and Tim decided to join us, which was lovely. Thank oh, you, Tim. Yeah, it was It was actually great. I, I, I don't know why I've never um, wanted to go over and I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I, I feel really stupid now because it was great. It was really great. And thank you for the $5 subscription. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Remember, you can use the uh, Phoenix Down logo emote anywhere now. Anywhere. 
Yeah, any Twitch just stream. Just go on random places and use the Phoenix Down thing yeah. and just leave. Yeah, you can use it I'll on just any, do that. You can use it on any Twitch stream now. Free advertisement, man. Yeah, free advertisement. Because... Uh, actually, I can't say I'm a whore because it's the podcast. But I'm a whore! <laughs> you, you I can't say, say it, it but... Twice. You said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> three times a whore? I don't know. Once, twice, three times a whore? I'll, I'll go. That could be my song for when I get married. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Talking about whores. I think I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I wasn't ready. <laughs> I think I've got the perfect article for us to start with, because the people who are complaining here are nothing but giant whores to attention. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know the internet, that's kind of a shocking new thing to happen, but... Yep. Never before. Never before has this been seen. But supposedly, Spider-Man 4 PS4 puddles have been downgraded. But haven't been downgraded, says the Sonic Games. Basically, there's rumours going around that the uh, there's a lack of puddles. In the Spider-Man 4 PS4, Spider-Man PS4 game. Uh, so, yeah. I gotta tell you, for a game where you're gonna spend most of the time on buildings and in the air, why are you looking for puddles? I know. It's Man. kind of like, yeah. Why? But, but why? But why, though? But why? I like I like the theory that someone someone posted like the spoilers of the story. By the way, this isn't nothing to do with the story. This is someone made stuff up. But they're like, oh yeah, it's because at the end of the game you fight like the puddle master, and you find out he has <laughs> stolen all the puddles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's the best justification for it. Like that's perfect. <laughs> Gary's this just is literally the dumbest argument in the existence of video games like the I don't fact know, that somebody was somebody even admitted that they photoshopped it out <laughs> just for controversy I, I remember reading it wow was it like was their review like IGN 9 out of 10 I don't puddles? know but this no is but just, they would have copied the, it the <laughs> dumbest literally the dumbest fucking shit I have ever read on the internet about video games in a very long time. The fact that this made Since the news on almost every major website is a fucking joke. I really hate the fact that I'm giving it some attention, but at the same time, I want to take the piss out of it because it does not deserve the attention. Serious it attention has been getting. <laughs> Everybody who's complaining about this just needs to stop playing video games and get the fuck out of the industry right now. Nobody wants your money. I sure as hell don't want to hear your stupid-ass opinion because your opinion is fucking worthless. I don't care what you say. It's worthless well, if you're complaining about you know the puddles in Spider-Man. You know what? I'm not going to buy Last of Us 2 because it lacks grass. Yeah, okay. You <laughs> saw the trailer, right? You saw the trailer, right? There was a ton of grass in there. Oh, not... oh don't worry. Somebody's going to go in at the end of the game <laughs> when the game is like, where's all my trees? Where's all my grass? <laughs> stupid. Uh... It's so stupid. Uh, Just, oh my god, man. I, I have no words for dumb shit like this. The important thing about people like that, Gary, is that they still bought the game, still gave 
the company the money that they needed and they are going to walk away the moment that they get caught because that's just who they are. So as long as they financially supported the the company, then they've suited their purpose. They're not going to play the game. They're not going to do anything else. They're they're being wallets, and that's their role. So as long as they fit that role, then they're doing the kind of only support that they can do, and that's fine with me. That kind of reminds me of... Uh, see, I like to go see Jimmy Carr every so often, yeah, live. Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carr. Oh, I was going to say, the, it's like 91. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm British, I've got a TARDIS, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody comes. Every British comes with a TARDIS. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I like to see Jimmy Carr live occasionally, and I think one of the favorite responses I've ever had was someone. Yeah, you know, he said an offensive joke, and someone said, "Oh, that that offended me and my wife too much. We're leaving." And they he said, "Okay, bye." And they stormed out the uh, you know the 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 thing, the venue. Mm-hmm. And after they left, Jimmy's like, "Well, you know what? It's a shame they left. They yeah." They won't get to see the rest of the product, but I already have their money. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, it's like, yeah, I already have your money. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm going to talk about something else about Spider-Man, but I forgot it now. What was it? Oh, damn it. Not that like. Hold on, otherwise I can't wait for the Spider-Man. It looks good. You know, I don't know. Like it, when that's a game for me that I've just kind of kept off my radar yeah. simply because there's there's such a saturation of games, and I just don't want to be excited for it. And then it gets here, and I just yeah. burn through it, and then I kind of forget about it when the next one comes in. I I really hate that that rinse repeat of how things are going with games like that. So yeah. I kind of tried to keep it off my radar but honestly since it's gonna be out on friday i'm getting pretty jacked i i i i can't i've kept myself pretty ignorant to it and that's always to my benefit when it comes to to new big games especially um so i think i'm gonna have a good time with it once i finally get my hands on it gary yeah you got any thoughts um, I don't know. Like, I'm excited for it, but it's not. I'm not as excited for it as I probably should be. Um, I don't know. I just I, maybe it's the open world thing again for me, yeah. where I'm just kind of burned out on open world games, and you know, like, I don't know. Like, well, I, I'm kind of like where Tim is, except a little less excited for it. Yeah. Um, Dragon Quest. And yeah, Dragon Quest for me is far superior right now. Even though I, I feel like it. that game is gonna take, <laughs> is gonna like water down all games for you for a while. Uh, probably. <laughs> Which is fine because um, like, I mean, those games are great. It's a Sony exclusive game, uh, and I know Insomniac Games is really good. I've always loved Insomniac Games, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a stellar game. But I don't know. To me, I think Spider-Man hasn't changed in any way, shape, or form since he was in Incepted, and I think that's what's killing it for me. 
He's literally been the exact same character for over 50 years. And, like, to me, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of bored with the character at this point. Um, I'm more into his villains, which, again... Carnage and Venom. Have, mostly Carnage. <laughs> yeah, Venom is kind of cliche they, to, to me they've, they've ruined venom when it wasn't eddie brock anymore and venom at this point to me and the symbiote is absolutely pointless to even talk about i hate talking about it carnage hate, though but go see venom i hate cinemas coming soon <laughs> that movie. Uh, I, I only want to see it because woody harrelson's in it and they still haven't shown him at all in any of the trailers oh well uh, i'm not woody gonna Harrelson. go see it just because i'm lazy I respect that. I, 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 if I want to go see a movie like that, I'll have to get the train, then get a bus, Ugh. and then walk from the bus station to the cinema. I got to tell you, Ben, with the kind of money that you have to spend for that stuff, too, you might as well just buy a train. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, the, the travel cost is about, I'd say, close to $80. <sighs> yeah. Jesus. Man. Nah. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the idea that it's Peter Parker as well is killing yeah. me. Um yeah, if it were Miles, I, I'd be more I into really, it. I yeah, I would have really wanted it to be Miles Morales instead. I wonder if um, there'll be a twist. I mean we know cool, he's in the game, they yeah. showed him in the trailer already, but whether he's gonna have a suit of his own or if he's just kind of gonna come into it towards the end of the game, I don't know, but you know what would make this really cool now that we're on this subject? Is if they did like a a uh, a Metal Gear Solid 2 thing where all the footage that you've seen is in like the first couple hours yeah. and then everything else oh, well. is Miles. I think that would be a super smart tactic. Or even if Just, this, all this all is, what if all this was Miles? They just, Ooh. you know, you know well, Metal Gear Solid 2, for some of the stuff, they added Snake into it even though he wasn't in it by yep. you know, using the sure. um, cinema thingy. That would be miles above what I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's Spider-Man's suit in most of the cuts. In most of the footage we've seen, it's not exactly the standard one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Because we always see that Miles might inherit the original Spider-Man outfit before he gets his own. That's also true, and he did. Have, I think he had it in the comics for a little yeah. bit before he got his yeah. own. Uh, but I'm really bad at following superhero comics. Same. So. I'm Don't ask me. Time. I guess we should was... Okay. Well, uh, the only superhero comic I followed was Spider Gwen, but they discontinued that. Oh. Thanks, Marvel. Dicks. Anyway, I'm good. I guess we should segue to another open world game that's made the news recently that I forgot to mention earlier. A little Sorry. game that I think none of them really. I don't think any of you have heard of this. I mean, remember that website where it was like Battlefield Five is selling less than Red Dead Two and. Uh, what was that? Call of Duty. You know those two indie titles, especially that, uh, uh, for my little small company nobody's really heard of, uh, Rockstar, because they haven't really made a game this generation. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't really heard of... I've heard they made a GTA like six years ago, and they haven't made anything since, so... It's still the best-selling <laughs> game ever. Yeah. I mean... But anyway, some GameStop employees watched a demo of it, and they fell asleep. Saying it was boring. Now of Red, of Red Dead? Dead Two, yeah. Now I want to tell you now that a 
as a person who will take the piss out of Red Dead, because I'm not a big fan of the open world genre, uh, I want to say I I can see where the employees are coming from in a way. Now, I'm not saying the game will be bad. I'm expecting the game will be fun. A lot of fun. Not my fun, but for everyone else that's not me, it'll be a fun game. But at the same time, they only got like a 20-minute um, demo. Now, a yeah. game like this is not something you can demonstrate at all. Because it's all about your own experience and how you want to play and how much fun you're going to have. Because that's the whole point of it. It's an open world. You do what the hell you want to do. If you yeah. was, I'm sure if you were forced to sit there and watch someone ride a horse for 10 minutes, then do a bit of a shootout, and then end the demo, you would be a little bit bored too. <laughs> Um, why is GameStop even seeing anything? Uh, the GameStop event, uh, GameStop Expo, same game, they all have their own expo where they get like shown some stuff behind the scenes. They shouldn't be shown anything because they're useless. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, but um, but it's used to, to sort of teach the staff, you know, you know, games that are coming out soon so they can, yeah, promote them better. I'm kind of with you, Ben. Yeah. Uh, you can't really showcase oh, that game in that small amount of time. But then again, I've always said my biggest problem with the first Red Dead Redemption is that I was bored shitless playing that game. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of emptiness in that game. Yeah. So I wouldn't be really surprised. And it's not because you know Rockstar is bad at it. It's because you're in the Old West and it's you're in the fucking desert the whole time. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Um, so I can see why they would be bored. I would be bored too. Um, but again, 20 minutes, that's a stupid I think it was 20 minutes. I know it was less than half an hour. So, Which is also weird since the game comes out in three months. Yeah. You'd think they'd be able to show, I don't know, maybe an hour. Yeah. But what do I know? I'm dumb. But yeah, that's why I, agree. I kind of agree. Um, but, you know, maybe this wasn't the best idea for them to do. And although, yes, it's a good game and people hype for it, it's it's, it's an open world game. You don't want to rush that, in my opinion. So. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely not. Um with my experience with that game, like there, yeah, Gary is totally on point with it being like a lulled game, and especially in the first, I'd say, yeah. good 20, 30 hours. Um, and it, honestly, it wasn't until I got to Mexico that, or I got through most of the Mexico scenario that the game really took a hold. Um, yeah. And I think they're going to take a lot of that in, in, into they've taken a lot of that into consideration with this one. They have to have, and they they have to know, they have to have learned from what they did with Red Dead, and then all the things that have made Grand Theft Auto yeah. successful. But I also believe in their um, their attention to detail and authenticity that it's going to be like a Western setting. So when you bring in people from GameStop, who I'm going to generalize as shooter bros. They're going to see this game as something that 
you know, isn't engaging, isn't like over the top, isn't a visual bombast. Yeah, well, and it'll be a visual bombast. It just won't be. It'll be subtle. Want. Yeah. It won't be that. Oh my God! It's Chris. What is his name? I can't think of that. That really annoying director. Michael Bay. It won't be like Michael Bay-esque bullshit. So barely legal, if not really legal, women. Yeah. <clears throat> the last Transformers. <laughs> uh, haven't watched Transformers since the second one. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I didn't watch the... I watched it because it just... I like... I, I don't mind them, to be honest, but the last one was a bit too much for me. Yeah. The last one? The first one was a bit too much for me. What I, uh... the whole time-traveling... King Arthur, Nazis. What? Really? Yeah, don't you remember? Yeah, they, they went back in time to meet King Arthur or something like that, and then they fought Nazis. Wow. I didn't know anything until now. Yeah. Wow, that was awful. That was the last one I know about anyway. I don't know anymore. But... Probably a billion. I mean, yeah, I can't believe they screwed up. But I mean, the I, that would... If they hadn't done the King Arthur stuff, the idea of robots fighting Nazis sounds like something I'd want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest there, that sounds cool. But, yeah. I watched that with bells on. Wow. Yeah. Hitler versus Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they fight back, but, you know... Anyway, back to Red movie. Dead. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it'll be okay. Um, and it'll do well enough. Yeah. I won't buy it, but I think it'll do it. Well, I, probably, I might buy it, but then I'm never playing it like I bought the last one. I never played it. Uh, oh, that ending, man. It was worth everything. Jesus. Oh. Now let's bring some disappointment. Anyway, Gary, you got anything to add? Nope. Let's bring some disappointment. Did you know that there was a rumour that the PS5 was got a code name? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but you, and this really shitty looking PS5 mock-up that I hope not, doesn't exist ever is on our site at PSU.com. Uh, where it's holographic... People could right if, if this was real. People really complain about the light on the controller. Let yet let, let alone a holographic ring that comes out of your middle of the controller with analog sticks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, for the gamers. Um. Anyway, supposedly there's a oh look, could this be the codename IGN? And really, it's just the code name for the Switch version of Fortnite. There we go. Why, right. does it, why does it even have a code name? Everybody knows it's in development. Why do you have to code name it? Because it's fun. Because it's I don't know. code. I think it's just like, uh, yeah, they had Ed took, it out, took the uh, code out. So... Yay! I I can't even. You know what? what would, I think they also use that stuff for hype, just because like you throw a name around like that, and then it gets it takes off, and yeah, 
Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. It was, someone found it in the code of Fortnite. You know. Uh, oh, and PS4 update 5.56 is live now. It, it just made it more stable. It's more stable. Yeah. Yeah. That stability door. <laughs> yeah, so it's the most stable console. That's your, that's your bit so tagline. The most stable, with the most stable updates. <laughs> for the sta- for the stables. For the stable players. <laughs> well, why the fuck do I have one? And now let's cheer Gary up a little bit. It's too late. Omni war. Om. 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 This word. Onimusha. There we go. Warlords remasters coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yep. It's being remastered after um, all those years. The Switch version is exclusive to Japan. Is it region free? The, the Switch? Switch isn't region free. No. Aww. Why you do this? Why? So you could get it. That is what I said. Anyway, this came out on the PS2 in 2001. And we're going to get it in some time period. There we go, January fifteenth, twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I oh god, Jean Jean Renault made me interested in the Onimusha series, but because I lived in Podunk, Minnesota, I was never able to get my hands on a copy when I had my PS two. Why? Because so did they? Did they ban Samurais or something? No, it just I never <laughs> got to a place that would sell it because all the places around me were like Shopco, and we didn't have a Walmart at the time, and we had a Kmart or a Shopco, and they were both just like, oh, we have like two games because we don't give a shit. Well, you know, ninjas so, were banned in England in the nineties, so I, I, anything's possible. Wasn't everything banned in England in the nineties? Pretty much, but ninjas were the most banned. You had to, if you had ninjas, <laughs> you had to be eighteen plus. Oh boy. Anything that's that re- banned. Anything that was related to ninjas was eighteen plus instantly. Even if it was a kids show, <coughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. See, I can't even say it properly because I want to say the British name. <laughs> What is the British name? Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh my god. That's so petty. <laughs> Heroes in the oh Heart Shell. Hero Power. Hero Power. <laughs> they, they could just say turtles. Like, uh, <laughs> Why Hero Power? <laughs> yeah, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh, Heroes in a Heart Shell. Because heroes, dude. Come on. <laughs> that hurts my heart. Hey, the program. hey, I told you before that they replaced what you got. You know... Um, what were they? What was it? Nice. Like, what was it? Kunai's he had. I can't remember now. Anyway, they got replaced it with a grappling hook. Who? Uh, one of the turtles. There's only four of them, Ben. Which one? I don't remember. I'm not. Wait, Raphael? Yeah. Yeah, the they replaced his size really? with a grappling hook. 
Don't they have to redo the whole show, pretty much? Yeah, they have to redo everything to add the grappling wow. hooks. Do they do it like in awful Photoshop fashion? Yeah. Wow, trash. <laughs> oh my! Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Those sides were sick. Well, we didn't wow. get those. We got grappling hooks. Man, England. Place. I don't get it. So, like, if you can't... I guess what bothers me about that change yeah. is that ninjas are... A common ninja weapon is the sword that Leo has. And they let that go. Yeah. But they couldn't let the side go. Check slack. I'm going to go Karino. <laughs> Your yep. tears fuels their censorship. <laughs> that's that's what we got. <laughs> 90s oh in England, everyone. No, that's Michelangelo. Oh, that was it, yeah. So they, they replaced the nunchucks. That was it, nunchucks. With... Yeah, nunchucks. No, nunchucks were bad. It... I remember now. Nunchucks oh were God. evil back then. They were the most because evil weapon you could have. So when they showed Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, did they just edit out his nunchucks? No, they made it 18 plus. Okay. <laughs> nunchucks were an instant 18 plus rating. Wow. Uh, anyway, that's the 90s, everyone. You know how rare time. you know how rare that Michelangelo is right now. <laughs> <laughs> is it pretty rare? I would say it's a pretty rare toy, yeah. yeah. Do you have one? No. Yeah, but if Ben did, he'd make a lot of money on it. I think I have one somewhere. Oh my god, money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. You know, how, you, know how many, you know how many stones you can buy with that? <laughs> <laughs> a pack. Oh my, oh my god, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> god, we were just talking about this. Um, we were talking about something like this, uh, yeah. like this week, and... They were talking. Actually, it was about um, Aaron Rodgers and American football quarterbacks' um, yeah. salary. He just got a new contract extension. And yeah. I told Gary that Aaron Rodgers is going to be making four hundred thousand dollars every twenty-four hours yeah. for and through November. Like that's the guaranteed money that off. he's getting. <laughs> 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 but like I, I said, man, if I had that, if I had that rate of money yeah. for a week, I could set myself up for the rest of my life financially. I'd have enough means to like invest and do all this shit and whatever. And Gary was like, man, I could, I could get so many stones with that money. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty and, great. And like Ben said, not pull anything. <laughs> There's a possibility of that. Uh, <sighs> that's the only guarantee I'll get. Oh, so like, yeah. Let's not go too much into it, but duck and battle. Why you hate us? Why do you yes. hate us? And Gary can't. He's like, oh no, I can't get anything good. I've only got the two units that are new. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I can't oh. pull anything good except for these two amazing units. Oh, that no. Frieza though is pretty great. He's dirty. Yeah. <sighs> and while we're talking about dirty, sexy things, 
that are slightly okay. arousing. Wow, um, okay, keep going. Streets of Rage 4 <laughs> was announced. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, caught, he's, hit, yeah. he's hit Apex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Gary, Gary's Apex is Streets of Rage you know 4. I know I've got the article in front of me, but I'm sure Gary would like to talk a bit about this. Do you want to talk about a bit, Gary? Do you want to? Do you want to segue into this? Uh okay. Uh, Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, it's been over 25 years since we got a Streets of Rage game. There've been attempts. All those attempts have failed, and now we're finally getting a successful attempt. Failed in what way? Uh that it never got past the approval phase from Sega. Oh. Yeah, Any, concepts did, and stuff. Did they talk about why, or just no? Uh, I just didn't meet the standards, I guess. I don't know. I mean, mm. you're walking across to the right the entire time hitting shit. I don't know what kind of standards you're looking for. But uh... I'm sorry, Gary, but what standards? <laughs> what standards? <laughs> Gary, you're constantly running to the right. What standards are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but no, I'm talking about Sega. What standards could they not be? They, they made Sonic 06. And Sonic Adventure. Oh, that is Sonic Adventure, my bad. No, Sonic 06 isn't Sonic Adventure. Sonic the Hedgehog on the PS3. Yeah, Sonic 06. Okay, that's what you call it. I just call it Sonic the Hedgehog. And then there's Golden Axe. (sighs) Did you guys play that PS3 game version of it? No. No, I saw it though. Oh, it was weird. That's why I'm saying standards. <laughs> standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game could use some standards. Yeah. Uh, Sega, but anyway, they were that bad that Sega put those over that. Then I don't even want to know what it looked like because it would have been so bad that Pong would have looked like HD graphics, probably. Boy. Anyway, carry on, Gary. Yes, so it was a beat-em-up arcade, uh, arcade beat-em-up, sorry, made by Sega, uh, which released on the Sega Genesis or the Sega Mega Drive, as Wait. it's known in Europe. Mega, and Japan? Yes. Yeah. Um, three installments were made. Uh, it was called Bare Knuckle in Japan. Um, yeah, three installments. Uh, it got massive praise because of its awesome combat and the way uh, an inter- you can interact with your co-op partner if you're playing with two people. Uh, you can like grab them, jump off of them, do like shoulder tackles in midair and stuff like that. It was great stuff. Um, and because of the music that it had by I believe his name was Yuko something. Damn it, now I forgot. But anyways, the soundtrack was phenomenal. And we're finally getting a fourth one and, I mean, Streets of Rage, the collection has been part of a lot of the Sega Genesis collections on the PS3 and now the new one on the PS4. Those games are a part of it. Um, but yes, this one is being done by... They are called Dote Emo, Emu and Wizard Cube. And they are the guys who remade... Um, wow. Wonder, Bo- Wonder Boy and the... Cursed Kingdom, I believe it's called. And, uh, which Dragon's Trap, sorry. Which one got dragon... some mixed reviews? 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. The reason I enjoyed it so much is because it was so incredibly faithful to the original. Um, it was just updated graphics for it. Um, and it looked absolutely stunning. But Streets of Rage 4 is coming. Uh, they're bringing back Axel Stone and Blaze, uh, which were the two, two of the three main characters from the first game. They were also in the second and third one, so they've been kind of the staple characters in the franchise. I don't know if these are the only two that are going to be playable in Streets of Rage 4 or if they're going to add more. Um... Streets of Rage 2, I believe, had four selectable characters, as did Streets of Rage 3, including a kangaroo, if you wanted to play with a kangaroo. Um, I always want to play uh, a kangaroo. <laughs> I, I'm always hopping for the chance. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Streets of Rage 2 is... i for a long time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Awful. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Streets Rage 2 is considered the greatest beat em up game of all time. And it's hard to argue against it. But play it yourself and find out. But yes, this one's coming. I'm super stoked for it. It looks like they're bringing back the, the enemy designs of the, of the original games, the thugs. Uh, they got, even got the, the fat guys that breathe, fi- that breathe fire. Um, they got the punk rocker dudes with the they mohawks. They did ask me for my permission to use my character model. Oh my god! Me. They got the Muay Thai kickboxer. They have everything. They're bringing everybody back. So I am, yes. I'm super stoked. I am super stoked. No console announced yet. They haven't announced what it's coming for, but I think we can all assume that the PS4 is Wii. It's exclusive to the Wii. Oh my god! Uh, the way that game looks, there's no way that's going to be just like a mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're bringing it. They're bringing back the Apple Health, which gives you a small amount of health, and then the turkey is your is your big amount of health. The foam the foam booths are coming back that you break to find items inside there. Um, they haven't shown you using weapons yet, but I'm sure that's coming back as well. Uh, that the enemies oh, drop and pipes. they find the pipes. I wonder if they're going to bring back the police squadron. Because you can uh, press a button and like the police will come and they'll shot, oh, yeah. shoot off a missile barrage or a flamethrower attack and just wipe everybody on the screen. I think that was or... like the C button. Hmm, wipe. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yes, I am. Mm, I've been waiting 25 years and I'm so excited. I think like the art style I think looks fantastic. Yep. And they, they have they have a really good art team. After I played Wonder Boy, um, they know what's up when it comes to the art. So, yeah, yeah, I second that. I've been excited for this game only for like a week because that's when I, so I, I've never knew anything about Streets of Rage before this. So like Gary's showed it to me and I just fell in love with it. I'm I'm ready. I need it. Yeah, I'm vicariously. Wait. Loving it for twenty five years, like Gary. Somehow, I, don't I know. just, I just hope the the they get. Uh, God, okay, Yuzo Kushori, that's his name. I hope he comes back to the soundtrack because he killed it with that soundtrack. Hmm. Yeah, maybe even, the, maybe even those, release that shit on vinyl. Those old soundtracks are pretty hot. 
Gary had me going back and listen to some of their uh, some of the music, and damn, like mm, the fact that they made those songs sound so good on Sega is just acclaim worthy, insane. Do you remember the original Sega consoles had HD on the box? <laughs> uh, Huge life. disappointment, you mean? That's what it stood for. Boo! The Sega Mega Drive is my favorite console. Boo! <laughs> Uh, I also hope Mr. X comes back as the main boss because that dude was a dick. <laughs> uh, so, have we finished talking about the Streets of Rages? I can talk about it forever. I, I think we could all talk about it forever because I can't wait. Uh, shame it's only two player though. It would be nice if it would be more players and we could have like a yeah. Podcast. So far, so far it only seems like it's just Axel and Blaze. Um, but we'll see if they add more. Um. But from not, I guess I guess it's playable at PAX West right now, yeah. and from what all the previews I've heard or have read about, everybody is loving it because it plays exactly like Streets of Rage would play. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing that they're kind of complaining about is some of the objects uh, match the background too well, so it's yeah. hard to tell what you can pick up and what you can't. Um, okay, but other than that, time, yeah. So we don't even know when it's coming out. We just it would be it's... nice if we had more playable characters and we could have like a podcast while playing Street Yeah, Rage. I mean, I think the one that everybody's wanting back is Skate. Oh, yeah, uh, Miss... yeah Skate. The, oh. the, the kid with the rollerblades, everybody loved him. Yeah. From Streets of Rage 2. But... I don't think I remember well, much of Street of Rage, Streets of Rage 3. I remember 2 the most. 3 was stupid hard. I remember three was ridiculously difficult. But yeah, I'm excited. I hope they like remaster the other three, like with this oh, art yeah. style too. I'll be so stoked. That'd be amazing. That'd be cool. Oh, oh, thank you, Gary. For because what? that segues to our next topic perfectly. <gasps> We're talking about remasters, right? <gasps> yes. Did yes, you we know are. that Ada Wong's redesign has been leaked online for the oh, Resident Evil Two remaster? I'm yeah. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought you really liked uh, Resident Evil 2, Gary. Um, it wasn't my favorite. I've said that plenty of times. All hmm. I know is I would love this Resident Evil 2 remake if I could see it. You can't what see you, it? What do you mean? Because how dark yeah. it is. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> well, you could always do what I do and just ramp up the brightness. Oh, that's play what I it. plan to do. I, I do. That's what I do for all that. I, I know it's. Oh, but it's a horror game. It's designed to be dark and spoopy and oh, all the stuff. Oh, but I'm playing it, so fuck off. But I want to well, see the things I'm doing, please. Well, good luck doing that with agony, because it didn't help me. <laughs> you. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is that you you played a game called Agony, and thought, man, this game's called Agony. This might be good. That game was so disappointing. I was so excited for that game, but man, they really screwed the pooch. It's called Agony. I, I was put off as soon as the name was announced. There's but yes, names what, that, what, yeah. Resident Evil 2 Remake Adawong. It looks, it looks okay. Needs more red dresses. I, yeah, it's weird. She's, <laughs> she's wearing a scarf and apparently a trench coat from what it looks like. Yeah. Um, with sunglasses inside. You know, you and, need them. In the dark. <laughs> in the dark, man. 
Well, you know. Oh she, God, Capcom's it, taking over. Oh no. Wait, is she American? Because you know Americans in their sunglasses. Well, the way I understood it is she was of Asian descent. Yep. Uh, I mean, the name and, alone. And she even looked Asian back in, I believe it was, well, hell, even too, she looked Asian. But you really saw it in 7. Yeah. But here, like you can't see her eyes or anything, but to me, she looks Indian. Like, from India, the country, not Native American. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Wait, like she's I, in seven. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Shit, I have no idea. Oh. Oh no! I'm... How old is seven now? Sorry, we oh, got to the point when we saw her. Man, what's wrong with you? What? When we co-op that game, we got to the point where we saw her. That's Remember, sick, dude. Chris and we. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, six. No, I was gonna say, dude, like seven. Fuck! I haven't played that game. <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Man, you know, you know these games My have such an you know influence in your life when you think they're all the same. Hashtag. My bad. Forgive me, please. <laughs> I forgive but you. But yeah, like I, I, I'm looking at the image right now. I don't know what they're, what's going on with this remake. Claire looks Polynesian. Ada looks Indian. Leon is the only one who looks like he looks an sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Which is bullshit because if you watched him in all the other games, that dude can do shit without breaking a sweat. Yep. Now he's just magically sweaty. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is Even his kind of. He's decided to oil himself. This off. is his origin to becoming a badass. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, no, no sunglasses. Like in in defense of this, like Ada Wong has really big sunglasses on, and yeah. sunglasses can disguise a lot of that stuff. Well, the thing is, that outfit looks like she is obviously hiding something. Yep. Whereas in 2, she was kind of like this innocent victim, or pretending to be, to win them over, because she's trapped in the police station, and Leon is trying to help her get out, and help her survive. I'm That's before we find out. Nothing about yeah, me is suspicious. Here she looks like She's a straight-up secret agent, freaking looking like Charlize Theron in an atomic blonde. Yes. <laughs> Upgrade. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that look, but I'm so far I haven't been a fan of the redesigns for the character, like at all. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh... So excited for the game, though. Yay! Yay! Video games. They exist. Video. Video, video games. Video, video games. Video games. Video, <laughs> video, video games. Uh, well, well, I guess we're done with the news, really. Yeah? I don't think there was any other news said by anyone ever this week. Ever. Wait, do we even talk about Onimusha or did you just say that yeah, it's we, coming? We just said it was coming. Do you want to talk about oh. it? And then you talked about it. <laughs> you talked a little bit about it. Oh, those streets of rage you talked about. Yeah. <laughs> you talked actually, about it. Actually, I don't know now. I don't remember. We talked about it a little bit. I know we talked a bit about it. I uh, said Jean Renault brought me into it. Yeah. I think that was about it. Then we talked about turtles. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 
That's where it went. That's where, it's, that's where the conversation moved. Okay. Why do I even breathe? Because, uh... you know, we've got a whole year to talk about it, nearly. <laughs> a whole year? You mean, you mean five months? I mean, come on, it's Capcom. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fine, moving on. Uh, what do you want to say, Gary? Yeah, what do you want uh, to say? Nothing. Do you want to no, say that? You played a lot of those games. Did you want to say it has swords? Because I heard it oh has swords. God. You've played a ton of those games. I played all of those games, even the fourth one that didn't have any famous people in it. Was it good? Not a single famous person. It was. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But Gary, why do you think they're only doing the first one, not like a collection? I still think it comes to licenses. Um, I'm actually surprised this is coming. I did not expect this to ever happen because of the licenses yeah. of using Takeshi Kinoshiro's uh, Waikwinas in the game, who is a Japanese actor, who is the main character um, Samanosuke Akechi is modeled after. Um, so I never thought I would see the remake or remaster, sorry, of that game ever coming. Um, but I'm super stoked for it. Like, good on them. They yeah. obviously cared about it, and they forked over the money to get those licenses back. Um, if that is, in, in fact, the case of what happened, that's what I believe was the reason it took them so long. But So this is where all the money they made from Street Fighter and... <laughs> they they made Rising. money on Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> and and they, to, they sold it like 30 <laughs> times, right? The money they pocketed from Street Fire and Dead Rising. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess remasters really oh, are cheap. Yeah. No, but I'm excited for this remaster. It's been a long time, um, and I hope that they do the other two. I mean, yes, three obviously has. Uh, to be honest, Takeshi Kinoshiro and Jean Renault. I hate mm. to say, but if they really got worries about copyrighting. Can't they just mm -hmm. change the character model? No. Are you crazy? <laughs> that would be blasphemous. That's like redoing the whole game. That's mm -hmm. also blasphemous, I think. I don't know. It's just... Uh, then you're just remaking it instead of remastering it. True, but point? you know... If it's the gameplay you're looking for, mostly... I don't know, man. When it comes to stuff like that, it's like the whole nuance. It's not just pieces of it. It's like... If they had released the Metal Gear Solid collection on PS3 and changed Snake's face, I don't think I could have handled it. I really don't think I could have handled it. Or changed his voice actor. I don't think I could have handled it. I get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, when you talk about Metal Gear, I found a behind-the-scenes Metal Gear DVD that I still have sealed. Holy shit, what? In like an envelope thing. Can I have it? It's for Metal Gear 4. Can I have it? If I can find where I put it again, yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah so I can, it's <laughs> like a little yeah, promotional disc. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. I went back and it was like 10 I found years like the late. I old headset as well. I bought that... Um, that old PS2 documentary thing. Yeah. I don't know, it wasn't even a game. It was just the documents of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But it was it was a PS2 game, 
because it's you know oh, well, PS2 disc, but yeah. it wasn't a DVD. You have to play it on PS2. No, I bought is, it and I've never seen it. This is I'm a DVD super... with behind the scenes stuff. I think <gasps> it was like a promotional thing that Game was doing for PS4. P- uh, oh, it... Gear 4. Actually, I think I might have that. I'll have to. Let me see if I can find it because I have all this stuff over here because I'm a it's loser. Like a black see. cover. Oh yeah, I think I have that. Yeah. Um. I can see it from here, but I can't remember what it's called. I can't read it. Uh-huh. The cord's not long enough. Oh well. Anyway, I think we should go to what we've been playing. What have we been <gasps> playing, Gary? <laughs> um. Well, I've only really been playing one game that I can finally talk about. Um. Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age. I have waited a very long time for this game, and now that it's here, I've got to play it. I got to review it. Go read my review at psu.com. I absolutely love this game. It's probably one of the best JRPGs of all time ever. Spoilers. You give it a good review. <laughs> I did give it a good review. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. How far How far up does the rating scale go at PSU, Gary? Um, Six. I don't know. What? <laughs> It goes to 10. It goes to 10. Uh, but yes, Dragon Quest Eleven. it's everything I ever wanted, and even more so than that. It exceeded my expectations in every way, and you had some time with it as well, Tim. I what did. did you what you played. Man, I think what I liked the most about it is that it still had... A similar feel that I loved about uh, eight, the the old school style, but it also had a more modern style presentation without really losing what made it special. It still had that same like pace, but it it was just enough. I don't. It's so hard to explain, but it 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 found a way to have that same turn-based feel but give you the kind of accessibility and comes to time and your effort to really feel like you're constantly progressing and constantly doing something. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's a great juxtaposition of old and new without degrading either one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's just yummy. Yeah, it's it, it really is, and you know, like you mentioned, old school, and it feels like it is, but the whole system that they have set up of you know the the, the tactics you can set for your teammates, the AI, um, and you can just watch these fantastic animations play out and just make it exciting with an old system or not old, I should say, traditional combat system of turn based. Um, and it's just everything that goes into it. Uh, you know, the, 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 the animation and the graphics are incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, Akira Toriyama's art design, once again, is top-notch. And you see it on every character. You even see characters from Dragon Ball appear in this game in the shape of the exact same designs. <laughs> um, one of the kings, the king of Heliodor, which is one of the first kingdoms you encounter, looks exactly like Dr. Jiro. Um, to the oh, hair, yeah. to the eyes, to everything. He even sounds like Dr. Jiro. Um, 
and just random characters you encounter. Like I encountered a, a character who looks like Android 18, and she's just a random NPC. She has the same hair. Um, but yeah, like his art design and his monster designs are so great. Uh, and, and the thing I appreciated about Dragon Dragon Quest so much is that. Unlike Final Fantasy, where they have the same monsters, but they drastically change their designs in every game. Now, for the most part, they do. In Dragon Quest, they literally keep them looking exactly the same all the time. And I, I personally love that, because you, you get to the point where you just recognize all of them by name. Um, and it kind of becomes like Pokemon, where you're just like, oh shit, my 500th enemy that I've encountered, and I can name what it is easily. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because I've fought these enemies for thirty years now. Um, but yeah, it's it's almost designed to be perfect. Like they've talked about when they made the game that they did not want to release any post post release content. They didn't want to add anything to it. They wanted it to be as perfect as it can be. And in my opinion, it is because there hasn't been there is no day one patch. I haven't run into any bugs, any glitches, nothing. It's incredible, and this is how games used to be made, and I wish that this is how they were still made. Right? And... I miss that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just massive. The game is massive. I'm still playing it, and I'm 164 hours into it now, and Ooh. I'm still doing shit. Like, you, you get a marker that tells you how many like, side quests there are. There's uh, 47. Uh, side quest, and right now, uh, where I'm at in the game, uh, I, I finished the story and all that, but when you continue on from the story, because you can, New Game Plus spoilers, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, more shit unlocks for you to do. Like It's kind of like going back and exploring the whole world, you know? Like in an open world game, you know, you finish the story and then you can go and collect collectibles and all that stuff. So that but, makes it really easy to go back and get the stuff that you missed, like all those uh, fairy spirits and stuff. Yes. Brilliant. You don't even have to do a single side quest. You can go and do them all when, once you finish the story. And even more unlock after that. Now the total count is around 65 side quests and these are huge long side quests these aren't going to take you like oh i'm going to go here get this and come back um some of these will take you a while and some of them are really fun to do some of them are very infuriating to do when you have to do specific attacks to kill a specific enemy oh don't even get me started <laughs> don't get me started with that shit oh it's frustrating yes what's cool though tim is later on um well i'm, I'm not going to tell you i don't want to spoil it for you but okay. yeah, like even the skill system is fantastic. Like you, every time you level up, you get your stab boosts, but you also get skill points, which you can then go in and use those to learn new skills, like new abilities, new attacks, um, increase your your uh, passive skills. Like oh, this sword is going to give me plus ten attack or plus ten to strength. Sorry, and it, like each character has their own specific weapons that they use and specific abilities where, like, say you're going with the main character. He has... He can fight with a sword and shield, or he can fight with a great sword, which is the two-handed big swords, or you can choose the path called uh, Luminary, which is more of his, like, magic stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So you can pick and choose which one you want to do. I recommend sticking to one uh, for as long as you can and then move on to the other ones um, instead of making a jack-of-all-trades because you get some really badass abilities towards the end that you really want to have. Um, and each character has those. Um, you can't use every weapon with each character. Some characters have their specific weapons. So Vondo uh, is, I believe, the most overall well-rounded one. He can use knives, swords, whips. Uh, he, so he gets three different weapons he can use. Um, and then obviously you have the magic users who can also use melee weapons if you want them to. But obviously their forte is going to be stabs and and rods and stuff like that. But yeah. They still do decent damage though, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, and the great thing about them is like every time they attack with those, they get MP back too. Um, mm-hmm. If you get those specific abilities. But yeah, just exploring the world, seeing everything there is to see, the absolutely gorgeous vistas that they have in that game. Um, yeah. Like I don't I don't know how much more I can say to convince people to get Dragon Quest, especially if you love JRPGs, because you yeah. will love it. One way or another, you will love it. <laughs> I, like, I don't honestly I, can't... I don't know. I think it has enough so that if people like RPGs in general, mm-hmm. it has the kind of presentation that would get somebody. Like it would be like that break that would be that that um that break-in point, you know, like when, when, if you don't really like get into a genre, but you find a game that, you know, like sparks your interest in it. Like it's, it's that gateway game. I feel like this one could be a gateway game for a lot of people. Yeah, it could be. And quite honestly, I just feel like it's a nice change to go back in time rather than going forward where everything is, you know, action oriented. You look at like final fantasy 15. It's very action heavy. But still, yeah. in a way, in a way, turn-based as well. Nah. And to go back, like you play Final Fantasy fifteen, and it's had so many changes now. Like you can't even recognize that game from when it launched. To to playing a game like Dragon Quest eleven, where they had one idea, they stuck to that idea, and they released the game to that idea, and they haven't had to really change much. They they added stuff to the North American release to make it more uh, suitable for North American audiences. Like they added voiceovers. The Japanese version of the game had no voiceovers whatsoever. Um, they added color to the to the menu system. Uh, the Japanese version was just literally menus of words, and that's something that they're used to in Dragon Quest. Whereas in North America and the West, that probably wouldn't fly so well. So they added a lot of pictures. Like when you go to change your equipment in Japan, it was just text. Whereas here we see like the character standing there, the silhouette of him. Um, so they added stuff to to make it appease the Western audience more. Um, they even added a sprint button, which wasn't in the Japanese version. Um, That's a good quality of life item, though. Honestly, what a sprint button? Yeah, the like, sprint these... button is great. Like it, took me, made. it took me a while to find out there was a sprint button because when the character runs, he looks like he's running. Yep. And I assumed that was his, you know, run. <laughs> and then I found out there's a sprint button and it makes him run a little faster. Um, and it helps, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just a magical, magical experience in almost every way. Even the story. It's, a, it's not a story where, you know, they do anything crazy different like 
if you've played a Dragon Quest game, you've probably played the story of Dragon Quest Eleven. It's it it, it it's like this old type of fairy tale story. Um, you know, you're the hero. You're you're born to destroy the evil, and you set on a journey to do it. It's the Lord of the Rings tale, pretty much, and you get a band of heroes to help you. Um, I like to and... call it the Bioware saga. The Bioware saga. <laughs> See, hmm. I, I make the Lord of the Rings reference because if you really look at it, almost every RPG is the template of Lord of the Rings. That's true. Yeah, But every Bioware every game R- is the same Bioware game. <laughs> <laughs> also so, true. I, yeah. I, 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 at least the newer Bioware games. Not the older yeah. ones, but uh, yeah. It's... The only reason why I say this is the fact that you know... If you can make, if you make a Sonic game and then you give it the same sort of storyline as Dragon Quest, maybe you need to, you know, stop making the same story. <laughs> but the thing about this one is they do it so well. Like it might be a story you've already experienced, but it's told so well yeah. that you just absolutely fall in love with it. And there's points in the story where I was taken completely by surprise. Um, there's parts in the story where I was almost brought to tears. Um, there's some very emotional moments, uh, in this game that I was not expecting to experience. And there's moments of absolute joy and laughter. Um, Silvando is one of those characters that brings that easily. Oh, dude. He's incredibly flamboyant. He's, he's my waifu. (laughs) Yeah. And he's kind of there to, you know, not not just be like you know the comedic relief of the group, but like every time he says something, it sounds like you know he's just messing around, but it's also very meaningful. And he kind of yeah. ends up being one of the most important characters in the party because he's so optimistic about everything. Whereas well, you know you, you get these moments in the game where things are just sad and down, and he's always kind of this uplifting spirit for the party. Um, uh, he has honestly, he has a very Shakespearean quality to it because of those very same characteristics that you mentioned, Gary. In uh, in Shakespeare, there's always a character. You know, earlier on, any of them, there's always a character that acts like the uh, like the Joker or the Jester, who is in there just to kind of like be that moving force. Um, and if you go through Shakespeare, you it starts as just the the Jester or the Joker or whatever by name but then as it goes on that character becomes an entity a person with a name and you know intentions and history and everything it's no longer just the narrative mover and that's the that's the kind of character that he is he plays that role and he plays it so well so very well and i think that's another reason why i like him is that he has that very like complicated i know what's best for everybody kind of like he's that he's that like that relative who who uh who helps you like help me helps you make decisions before you know you know even that there is a decision to be made and yeah, yeah it, it's it it has that 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 human quality to him that and, and granted all the other characters are very um very unique and believable but he on his own has such a believability that's just astounding. He's such a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, okay. and like you said, all the characters, I think, uh, of all the Dragon Quests I've ever played, I think this is probably my favorite cast of characters. 
Um, Veronica, I talked about her a lot uh, to you, Tim. Um, I absolutely adore that character. Yes. Veronica, Veronica is like this seven-year-old uh, little girl. She's your dark mage, pretty much. So she has all the offensive spells. But she has the run animation that Goku had as a kid. Where he has yes. his arms spread out to the side and he's running. Um, it's super adorable to look at. But no, it's like her attitude, she's just... She's so... Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Forward, I guess? With everything she says, like, she's not afraid to hold back anything. And she tells you exactly how she feels about it. Like, she makes yeah, fun of the she's party very all blunt. the time. She's yeah, very but... blunt, straightforward. She's just... A, <laughs> she's a very... I don't want to say transparent character because she's more complicated than that, but she doesn't hide anything. She is very discreet, very honest. It, it, and it's not even to a fault, but it could be a fault with the way that she doesn't... You know, she's, she's very, very open to saying that somebody has a problem or somebody is being dumb or somebody is doing this. Like, she has no qualms with calling somebody out on bullshit. And yeah, and, and 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 her sister Serena is the complete opposite. Like yep. she's shy. She's afraid of everything. <laughs> like, but they're great together because they yeah, understand like each other. The, they understand a the gang, gang too. They they have to be together to you know. It's great. Yeah. Um. It's just. I I don't know what else I could say. Like everything about Dragon Quest Nine to me is just. It's perfect to me, and I I. I absolutely love every minute that I play this game, even now. Like, like it's hard when you play a game and not get bored for it. It's like Final Fantasy fourteen for you, Ben, where you continue to play yeah. and play and play, and you never get bored. Yeah. The only difference here is I'm playing a single-player game, and you're playing a multiplayer game. You can play with your friends. Yeah. But to have a single-player game that keeps you this into it for so long... Like to me now, I understand why people love Skyrim so much. Yeah. Is because it's that same thing. They have this. They're having that same experience, and now I know what that experience is with Dragon Quest Nine. Like I played eight, and I loved eight, but it wasn't to the point where you know I wanted to keep playing it after I finished. Like I'm done, and I want to keep playing it. Wait, and it's eleven. I, eleven, yes. Okay, good. Cause you just said nine. No, I also. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, no, eight. <laughs> what i meant to say eight eight was the last one that was single player it came out on the ps2 yes the the feisty whip chick yeah she was great (laughs) um i can't remember any of the other characters though but i remember jessica oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and, and you know nine nine day release ds and it was a four-player co-op game which a lot of people loved i wasn't really into it because it was only multiplayer you couldn't really do anything on your own and 10 was an MMO that came out on the Wii. Yeah, which I was yes, hoping no. this was, but then I got disappointed when I found out it wasn't. <laughs> we, well, we never got Dragon Quest Ten outside of Japan. So, so sad. We never got to experience it as an MMO. Um, it did very well, but I'm, I'm happy they went back to the single player. Um, I think it's still doing and, well. Yeah, probably. Like, I, I had Tim watch a video, and there's stuff I learned about Dragon Quest like Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, as they call it in Japan, is such a phenomenon. Like, for those who don't know, Dragon Quest is bigger than Final Fantasy in Japan. Oh yeah, um, by far. And I didn't know that the government actually made a mandate where every Dragon Quest game has to come out on a Saturday. Yeah, 
Because it used to be a holiday as well. <laughs> At one yeah, point it used because... to be a holiday because people would have the day off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. And that's insane to have that much love for a video game franchise that they do to do that. Like, let's do a mandate. Dragon Quest is coming out. Nobody works ever on this day. This is a holiday day. <laughs> um, and you Wish know, America were that in tune. Yeah, and Dragon Quest Nine is the thirtieth, technically the thirtieth anniversary of the franchise, and all the characters are. Uh, I in in my review guide that I got, um, the the creator of the franchise talked about how every character in this game is essentially designed as a celebration of the franchise. It's not just by name, but it's like a combination of people's favorite characters. Like Veronica and Serena are combinations of people's favorite mages throughout the Dragon Age franchise. Um, And they have, and you see that with a lot of the characters in this game. Um, And yeah, it feels like a celebration. Um, The only thing that may turn people off as the music. And I talked about the music. Dragon Quest has always had uh, a symphonic type of music. Um, And people may listen to it and be like, oh, this doesn't fit with the game at all. It's not like rock. It's not like action-y like Final Fantasy. Um, But it fits perfectly with not only the world, but the art style and pretty much the animations in the game. Like... To me, I love it. I won't say the Dragon Quest Eleven soundtrack is my favorite out of all of them, um, but it's good enough. And the only real issue with it is that they weren't allowed to use the actual orchestra songs that were recorded because, I guess, copyright in Japan. Uh, the Tokyo, I think it's the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra that did the soundtrack, right, Tim? Yep. Yeah. I guess the composer did not let them license the music out of the country. Um, so they had to take the songs and pretty much digitize them instead. So, hmm. yeah. So you hear a lot of songs uh, that are the same, and you hear a lot of them on the loops. So it doesn't sound like the orchestra that you would hear in the Japanese version of the game. Hmm. But, but I still think it's a great soundtrack, and it works for this franchise very well. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and, and the voiceovers, I think, are very well done. Everybody speaks a different, speaks with a different accent. And sometimes it's not the best because they're clearly not from that country doing the voice. So they sometimes make the accent sound like it's two different accents. But for the most part, it's another thing that I love about Dragon Quest. Um, is that each character is essentially part of a different part of the world. They live on a different continent. That's where they're from. So they speak with an accent from that continent. And I think it's perfect because, hey, that's how real life is. You're not going to go to South America and expect them to speak fluent English with an English accent. Um, Yeah, no. You know, they're going to have that Hispanic accent. And that's what you see here. Each character has their own accent from the continent that they're part of. And it's just, it's the attention to detail and everything, right? Even the homes. You go into a house in Dragon Quest Eleven, and you're like, damn, this looks like a home I, w- I would live in. Like, they have everything. Tables, kitchens, oh. everything. Like, other, 
RPGs, you go in and it's like, okay, it's this big empty space. You got a cabinet, a bed, and a table with two chairs. Yay! The most <laughs> enthralling ever! Yeah, here it's like they went in and meticulously designed every house that you can go into to look like people live there. Like they actually live there. They do stuff in there. Yep. Every single detail is important. And what's so great about that game's world building is that it's all subtle, but it's all there. Everything is available to go and look at, but it never goes, hey, look what we did. Look at this big thing we did. There's none of that. None of that bullshit. It's so great. So great. Yeah, like you just walk around and like every town just feels alive. There are people dancing. There are people having conversations. Like you can't hear what they're saying, you know, but you can see them moving with their body language. They're talking. Like everybody is doing something. There isn't like a person just standing there waiting for you to come up to them and talk to them. Like they're all doing something as NPCs and it's awesome. Like they're all living their life. Like you would expect them to live their life. Maybe not randomly dancing in the middle of the street all the time, but, you know. I mean, I don't do that. that. (laughs) People do that. (laughs) I would never. (laughs) And I want to talk about the Puff Puff Girls, but it might lead to awkward conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Let it be a surprise. Yes, the Puff Puff Girls. Seek them out, because you'll get some of the best dialogue in the game. When you seek out the Puff Puff Girl. <laughs> it's a nod to old games and it's delightful and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's just so much to do. So much to do. It just really takes me back to a time where RPGs were not forced to compete with action games. They competed with other games in their genre. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sorry if I rambled on Dragon Quest for so long. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> what did you play, oh. Tim? <laughs> I, think you, I think you've ruined it for both of us, though. So, um, I don't know. I haven't really played anything. It's hard to follow after that. Um, yeah, I don't, I've been playing like a lot of everything because I've been working on a lot of side stuff um, for PSU. I've been working on some like some guide things for... Um, Yakuza, Kiwami 2, and then working on some uh, obviously some Dragon Quest things, and a little bit of Madden, which has just been uninstalled because I can't deal with that (laughs) bullshit anymore. Man, like, I've had some frustrations with Madden in the past. I guess this is happening. I've had some frustrations with Madden in the past with things, but this year's is so fucking broken. It is insane. It is ridiculous. The fact that it is getting such good reviews means that people either A, didn't play for very long, or B, were sent a copy-paste review. I, that was a direct hit at IGN. And <laughs> man, I, I can't stand it. I don't, I don't get it. There are things that are very, very cool, but man, there is too much. Like, th- in my first game... Shit was, shit was happening. It's not one of those like, well, if you play long enough, you'll see these problems. Yeah, long enough is a quarter. You'll see this shit in the first quarter of a four-quarter game. You, you see it. It's all there. I, there's, there's no avoiding it. I don't... Man, no. There's shit. I gave that game a seven, feeling that that fit. But man, even after I was done with that game, I have had 
many, many different things happen that weren't happening before. I, man, if I could, I'd go back and give that game like a five and rewrite it. So frustrating. Oh, man, so frustrating, that game. <laughs> but I think, apart from that, um, I've been playing a little bit of Battle Chef Brigade, and it's kind of charming as shit. Kind of charming as shit. Um, and that goes into a thing with world building, too. Like, it's great, just fantastic world building. It's all subtle, all in the finer details. If you go looking for it, you'll find it. And there are some, they, they deliver just enough to really give you this enlightened sense that something else, like, there's more profound things going on than you just going from cook to cook and challenging them. It, it oh, man. Like, the game has some qualms and things, but, but man, it, it's got a ton of heart. I just can't, I can't, I can't fucking deal with it. It's so, so good. So engaging, so interesting. And Gary, you'll be happy to know that that game is basically a cooking puzzle game. <laughs> but I man, know, I, I can't get enough of it, dude. It's fun. Oh, man. I got to play the demo on the Switch when it came out on the Switch. And yeah, that game was a tremendous surprise. I, I did enjoy that game. Oh, so good. Yeah, apart from that, um, I'm, I just, I had some, uh, last night with uh, the Final Fantasy XIV Phoenix Radio, Phoenix Down Radio podcast, I've been thinking more and more about fourteen, and here I am playing fourteen with Ben. Yeah, it's good with me right now, we just got killed by Odin. It was hot. Yeah. He only spawns once every 48 hours, so I thought I'd bring you to this show every Wow. Time. Wow, four years of my life I spent on that game, and not once did I encounter Odin, even when I tried. This guy <laughs> Damn, comes back dude. after five minutes, after six years of absence, and he's able to play on fight Odin. Right Excuse away. me, six years? Maybe like <laughs> eight months. It was six years. It's a bit, only been out for five years. Yeah, it's been uh, six years since I played. <laughs> he played the he played the original before it's it. It's been eighty four <laughs> years. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm an angel. I believe it. You are an angel. Yeah. Is this this is this is an astro, isn't it? Yeah, right an here. Astro. I'm an astro right now. Oh my god! I'll follow you to the end of the earth. Let me draw my magic Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Let's see what I get. Yu-Gi-Oh! There are no bad cards in my my grandfather's deck. <laughs> Except for this TP card. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh. I, uh, I just yeah, like this attack. It's so pretty. Apart from that, I haven't really. I've been playing a lot of things. Nothing really noteworthy. Um, yeah, ready start for the, the other games I listed. Tim, ready? Yep. Holy shit! And I pissed the setting off by doing it. <laughs> you're playing Final Fantasy instead of doing a podcast. Wow, this is amazing. We're... Well, we were listening to you talk about Dragon Quest. Gary, you remember that time I was conversing with you? I was literally having an engaging conversation with you, Gary. You can't deny it. I was into it the whole time. I even made reference to Shakespeare in there, Gary. Yeah, he did. He did all the things. He said, what? I don't just do that for everything. Yeah. Oh my I God. could, but I don't. I don't just do that for everything, Gary. And I haven't played the game, so I was just oh sat God. here listening. Going, yes, oh. those sure are some stories and some plots and character moves. Yes, those are certainly a game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
What about you, Ben? Well, you know, I've been been playing Naruto to Bruto Shinobi Striker. uh, That sounds like a food of some kind. (laughs) Naruto to Burrito. (laughs) Which I talked about on the anime podcast rather than on here. Because, you know, it's anime based. Uh, Apart from that, Fantasy XIV. So, yeah, that's my game for everyone. (laughs) So you're not playing Overwatch this week? No, I've been... I've been watching the streams, and by watching the streams, I mean leaving it on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it makes her background noise. Yay. No, I have the tab muted. Oh. What are you doing? Why? Are you just giving them... Are you just giving them views, or... Well, no, what? there's an event. If you watch eight hours of these certain streamers during this week, you get free diva um, paint. Wait, is that still going or is that done? Yeah, it's still going on for a, f- a few more days. Okay, I should do that. Yeah, you get. We can uh, talk about more about that. There's when we're like done. ten different divas uh, spray paints you get. Okay, perfect. Uh, and they're really cute as well, so I wanted them. I I respect that. Diva is yeah. amazing. So yeah, I need to play some Overwatch because I want her skin. Oh, her we summer all, one is pretty great. We all want her skin, man. Well, maybe I would. Different. I would love to look like that. Oh my god! Just no, I, I'm you skin her and wear her skin on your body. <laughs> Not that kind of <laughs> look like her. But yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, no. and Final Fantasy. I'm glad you went right there, Gary. I'm glad you went right there. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, you're the one who says you want to wear somebody's body. Yeah, you know well, let's let's leave this alone. Let's 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 leave this leave this. So we've talked about what we've been playing. So now it's time for. The predictions league, and Ooh. for some reason, I am very good at picking games that nobody ever wants to review. Because perfect brawl out still doesn't have a score on Metacritic. Um, Wait, we haven't had our review published yet. There's three reviews, so there's no average score. Oh, okay. Well, I guess if you wanted, we could just take those three scores and average them. No, because. It'd be fucking weird because one's like seventy, one's sixty, and one's fifty. So then the average is sixty. Yeah, but I want. Uh, I'm gonna give it another week, and okay. hopefully someone else reviews it. Otherwise, it's gonna be sixty, which would be Gary. Yes. Let's give it a week. I think we should give it a week. I think now sounds good. Uh, nobody's reviewed Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. But as a review, mm. I'm going to give it... What, what's my score? <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to corner the market and then win two points. <laughs> I love this. But nah, seriously, nobody's reviewed it. So um, I, I'm going to have to give that another week. Okay. Um, but this indie game got a review score. Yeah, this is the game that no one's heard of, except for Gary. Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> Indie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a troll. They hate you. <laughs> that that you? game is so far away from Indie. It doesn't even <laughs> exist in that dictionary anymore. Uh, and he got an 88. On the Metacritic. Chris gave it a 92. So what did you give it? Gave it a 90. I... Gave in eight or six, which means Ooh, so you guys... me and Gary share a point. 
Oh, that means you're ahead of me now. Uh, yeah, by point five. No. <laughs> just a tip, tip. Just a tip. Uh, any more than that? Should be so much higher. So the scores right now are Neil, ten point five, me, nine point five, Tim, nine, Gary, seven point five, Alfonso, two, Chris, one point five. Wow, there's a spread. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, so I decided to pick two games that might actually get reviews. Maybe Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to review the Spider Man, but yeah, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> uh, so Gary, you're first. What would you give the Spider Man out of a Spider Man? Eighty-seven. Okay. <sighs> Tim. No, one second. Let me just. I just put ninety-seven. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, man uh I think I'm liking I think I'm liking 89. Okay. And I'm going to give it 92. There we go. Okay, Tim. Destiny 2 The Forsakens is coming out oh, soon. Oh. Yeah. Um, are you going to forsaken it or are you going to... Yeah, I've been forsaken. Or do you think you're going to foresee a good future? Oh, oh, no, I've been forsaken. It's official. I've officially been forsook. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I'll... I, and I think I would give that a... Uh, I think I'm going to do 74. Okay. Gary? What did you give it? 74. What should be like 75? Uh, 76. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because so, so many people are going to eat into the hype, I'd be like, I'm going to give yeah. it an 88. I could see that being a thing. I mean, a similar fucking thing happened to Madden, so... Uh, play it for five minutes. Best game ever. Brah. Bye. So, yeah, because of the hype surrounding it, and because the um, base game is free right now for everyone, I can see it getting a higher score. That's also true. So, I'm going to give it an 88. But in my heart, it's a 69. Yes. I have to give it an 8 if I want to keep winning. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. So, I think we're ending up the podcast now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gary, you've got any shout-outs? Yeah, um, you guys, Fonzie, who's not here again. Chris, who just decided not to show up because he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, he's coming back from a mini vacation. Don't listen to Gary. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Gary's just annoyed that he couldn't spend time with his yeah, best what buddy. A... <laughs> it's like, my best buddy's not home. What can I do? Yeah. No, shout out to uh, my best friend Ed, who listens to our podcast all the time. Oh, hey, Ed. Um, yes, hello, Ed. Thanks for listening. 
Uh, thanks to him, I was able to also snag myself a 500 million celebration PS4. Oh. Your, mouth, your mouth must be tired, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Also, you, you said his name wrong, you meant head. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. Ed's great, though. I'm, I, I give you shit, but really, Ed's great. Yeah, and you guys have this really cool friendship that you can't find anywhere else. I no, appreciate that. It's, it's uh, over 20, 20... I believe it's 23, yeah. 24 years now. Oh, We've wow. been friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's my boy. Also, um, Timefall 2 is the best shooter of the generation. Hashtag. Okay. Fucking hashtag. <laughs> Go buy it. If you're not buying it when it's the fucking three ninety nine at this point, yeah, then you you failed at first person shooters. Yep, it still you has so much good content to go in, man. It's so cheap. Do it, just do it. Yeah, right now. just do it. And that's play what it. that's what they told me last night. It was, it was so cheap, just do it. So the, and back we're back to whoring <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, anything else, Gary? Can, how can they stalk you? Oh, you can stalk That's me important. on Twitter. You can stalk me on Twitter at G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And you can also stalk me on Instagram now where I post Ooh. random pictures and stuff. He's had uh, some good posts on there. Yeah, with the same thing. Gagawush, uh, G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And Tib, have you got any shout-outs? And how can they find you? Um, I guess the big one for me this week, outside of uh, friends and fam, everybody who works with us, everyone's gone today, everyone who's here with us all the time, love you all. Um, but I think the one big shout-out I'd like to make is to um, Klaus and the rest of Phoenix Down Radio, because, uh, man, like there was such a really cool energy in the show last night. And I mean, it'd be my first show um, of listening to them. It, it was so, so just organic and cool and everybody was kind of unique but everybody was also on the same wavelength and it's a really good group of people for anything let alone a game and yeah it, it's just a really good show shit I mean, it's very chill but it's also very informative very like um benefit of the doubt for the game but also very critical and i appreciate all those points going at the same time uh that's really hard to find and yeah, I really appreciate that approach. So yeah, Phoenix Down Radio. Oh, thank you. As part of Phoenix also, Down Ben Radio. was there. <laughs> As part of Phoenix Down Radio. I don't Radio. know if you saw me, but but I walked into the game and I was just in the background. Did you? Mm. No. <laughs> you, you got me excited. I went to look at my link shell just to see if you had. Oh, and also shout out to uh, to Kane in the pot in the podcast yeah. last night. I don't know who he was, but he hit on me. And Kane Fallbreaker, he's amazing. Yeah, you probably thought you were a woman, dude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a good way to get free items in MMOs. <sighs> I did it in DC Universe, and it worked for me back in the day. <laughs> I've I've played female characters in everything that I can. In, I'm MMOs, MMOs especially, and I've never cashed in on that, Gary. I, no, that's because you didn't pretend guys. to be a woman. I always pretend to be a woman, and they love it. I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm glad this is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good Gary lives his life woman. according to the Shania Twain song. <laughs> oh, Ben knows Ben. Remember in Final Fantasy XIV, I had that stalker guy yeah. who was following me around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. 
I had one of those. He followed me around for hours. He didn't even invite me to anything. I just saw him chasing me around everywhere. <laughs> you like that? I did. <laughs> huh. I should have him drop some money. Oh, my God. And then tell him to kneel before her, his queen. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, thank you, Tim, for the show out. Mm-hmm. It was a delightful show. Uh, I guess... Oh, yeah, how can they... Co- did you say how they can contact you? Uh, no, uh... In the similar outlets that Gary mentioned, Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Timberelli, T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I. Okay, well, I'd like to shout out to Tim for subbing last night. Thank you so much for subbing to Phoenix Sam Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money goes towards you know, doing more giveaways, really. So thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone that listens to Phoenix Down Radio, twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. Go check them out, phoenixdownradio.com. You can also find the Moogle Girl Round Radio there, which is me and Paul every other Saturday. Um, and, to, and then a shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out to Maelstrom Radio. They're about to reach episode 100. Um, there's rumors that I might be appearing on an episode in the future, so who knows? Are you um, making only those ben, Only or? Ben will start a rumor about himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a podcast, you know that it's not a rumor because yeah. Ben has to be on every podcast. There might be a rumor I'm going to show up, but he knows. That he... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi, Ben. Hi. Yeah, yeah cool. Hey. I had no idea I was going to be here, even uh, though I hinted at it. <laughs> <laughs> So what a shock! When I appeared on Aetherite Radio for yeah Fusion X and Gamer Escape, later, later on Fusion X says Chili just appears and then you just like, well he's here now I guess we'll just have him on. A wild Chili <laughs> appeared like that'd be the greatest omen ever. Like it's a positive omen. Like Chili shows up and like oh man it's gonna be awesome today. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'd like to shout out to everyone that's listening right now. Thank you so much. Um, I can't believe how many episodes we've been through now. It's been years since we started. So mm-hmm. shout out to everyone, Alfonso. Anyone that listens, we love you all. Uh, you can find me at Chili UK on on the Twitters. And I feel like ending my this podcast with something that I used to end the podcast with occasionally. And I feel like, especially after what I just said, it's a perfect fit. So get ready. Um, if I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that show. <laughs>